Friend and Foe Adventure Co. is an immaturely mature podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Welcome back to Blood Ball! Today we had quite the match. The fangirls starring Fancy A, Petey, Killer Fan, Breezy Boy, and Mecrofancer took on Skags, the Bleeding Brothers, and some sort of terrible troll that exposed itself and got circumcised. And just when we thought it was over, a new contender clad in nice armor entered the ring. It seems to be personal. We're taking bets. No rules. Just fighting. Let the final round commence! You all have just finished fighting off waves of enemies. You're so close to death. And you level up because you finished that mission and killed things and whatnot. So you're stronger and your health is all back and your shields are back. Yay. And you're all celebrating. Oh, the announcer's going crazy. The crowd is actually going crazy. Like, they thought... I mean, they were a li- they were pretty grossed out at how it ended, you know, circumcising a troll. But they still are just in absolute shock and awe. They're, they loved what you all did. It was the most exciting fight they'd seen there since ever. And then, all of a sudden, from the stands, this man in armor jumps down and starts lecturing you guys and he's mad because it turns out Polly's alive and and you lied about blowing her up which is weird you know you would think oh that would be a relief right uh but anyway you all leveled up you've increased certain stats we already did all that uh I changed based on our stuff from last week after running the analysis on last week's melee weapon modifiers and way the way the those worked i've changed the way they work so what they do now is they replace your melee weapon or your melee die so depending on what you roll um above your melee die i want you all to write a certain number so i will tell you what that is if your damage die or like your melee damage die is a d4 which i think is just phaleon Above it, or somewhere around it, write plus one. And I'll explain what this will mean in a minute. If it's a D6, write plus two. If it's a D8, three, which I don't think anyone is. I think that both uh, Tarquin and Mercurius are D6s, so do a plus three kind of by there. Plus two, you mean? Plus two, sorry, plus two. Plus two, okay. If you had a D8, it would be plus three. A D12 is plus four, so uh, good boy. You write a plus four kind of by your melee. So yeah, so what that means is that you'll add that amount of damage to whatever melee weapon you're using. So like, you guys have these fans, um, and I'll tell you what they roll, but they'll have their own stats that they use. So like, for Phaleon's Dark Magic one, you'll roll a D8, and then you'll get to add the plus one, as well as the other plus one, that's written to the right of your melee that like that's the normal damage modifier so the plus the pluses that we just added that's only for the fans right yeah that's like anytime you're using a a melee weapon that isn't like your original melee weapon yeah okay 
Yeah. So, like, you also have some those fused swords that you got from the jackpot. It's true, but they're embedded in the wall over my bed, so not not going to use those. <laughs> you left, yeah, those are trophies, really. Absolutely. Kimmy, yours is a D8, so like if you want somewhere, you can write a like one D8, and you can write dark, dark magic or whatever. And then we know that with that, if you roll a 14 or above on your accuracy roll, then you're going to steal health equal to however much damage you deal. Because that health thing was useless last time. Definitely. <laughs> so Tarquin, yours will be a D8 as well. Win. Also bleed. You can write bleed on it. And so if you hurt flesh with the damage, then at the end of the turn, you'll get to roll a D4 and deal. it'll deal extra damage. Cool. Uh, Mercurius, yours is a D6. And... Fire dam. It does fire damage. Fan the flames, good. baby. Yeah. Good boy. Yours is 2d6, which is essentially, you know, like it's it's a swift fan. So you can you're attacking twice with it. So there we go. That's the updated melee weapons and the way they work. Since we started playing and since I gave like the first melee weapon that we never used, I realized or um Wonderlands came out and I was like, oh, they have a really cool system there. So I'm going to play around with ideas there. So I think after last session, that confirmed a couple of ideas of which way to go. So, so exciting for listeners, you know, like here's Ben standing in front of you and he's just like, huh, okay, I'll wait. I'll wait. It's fine. (laughs) We're figuring out how melee damage works. Can you give us a minute? (laughs) Exactly. Right. Yeah. He's so patient, so kind. I saw this dumb video the other day where a guy runs up to somebody and he acts like he's going to fight him, rolls a D20 and goes, does that hit? And they go, no, and just punch him in the face. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, it's funny. That is pretty funny. I'm sorry. I digress. Listen, we're a no tangent podcast. Yeah, we don't do that here, sir. All right. Yeah. So Ben is there in front of you. You guys saved me, and so I, you know, I gave you a pass on killing Polly because I'm selfish, all right? But but then she shows up. I was also shot. Somebody shot me. I think it was an accident, but at the same time, I was injured, so, and, and bleeding out. Hazy, 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 all right? But, you know, I wasn't going to mess with you, you all. <sighs> but then... Polly shows up a couple days ago and tells me that she was held captive in a, I think it was called a injured woman collection. And that's pretty messed up. So she told me that if I killed the fucks that put her there, then she would get back with me. So here I am, tracked you down. And you really think you can kill us four against one, do you, mate? Oh, I'm not alone. And then two... Other well, you are, because your fiancé left you. Whoa! Oh, 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 oh. Burn. Oh. And, he ta- and then he dies from psychic. <laughs> <laughs> Picks one of the corners of the Decagon and just cries in the fetal position. Team, it's been a pleasure. I'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> cool, yeah. Fastest episode of Friend and Foe Adventure Co. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> two more armored people jump down they're not in as nice of armor and they're using like really short swords and ben draws out this long claymore 
type sword, you know, it's a, it's a nice, thick, beefy sword. Uh, you know, he's a blacksmith. He made something nice for himself. And he says, I'm not alone. You're never alone when you have friends. And when you believe in Christ. <laughs> oh my totally God, he's really, he's really going to bust out the power of friendship on us. <laughs> i got the power of anime and God on my side. <laughs> uh. I do need to come up with some sort of, you know, Jesus Christ is not in the Alaspis, but we need some sort of religious figure eventually. Prius Jais. <laughs> Prius Jetta. <laughs> okay, yeah, so those jump down and he's, he's all pissed at you, you know. So I've got to get back with Polly. So you all have to die. Um... If, can I... Hello there, Ben, my old chum. Um, if she's making you kill us, I don't think that's real love, mate. I, I think she's using you. Also, uh, okay, sure. I get, you know, I, I, I thought the same thing, but she's alive and I'm really grateful for that. And, you know, her dad's dead, so it's I don't even have the pressure of having to take over the business, thanks to you all, but... You know, she's the love of my life. I, I love her. And if there's any chance that she'll actually get back with me, I've got to take it. You understand that, right? Oh, also, she told me your name really isn't Chris the Caterer. You're Tarquin. Yeah, sorry. Saving the worst betrayal for last, mate. You know, I thought I thought that we had a connection. Um, yeah. What? Well, yeah, after you refused to use my speech checking service. Okay, well, that was on you. <laughs> You tried to convince me and it was really bad. Fine. Well, lovely chatting to you. Let's fight. Roll for initiative, suckers. Ten. Uh, six. One. <laughs> Thirteen. He says, yeah, let's fight. And he takes his big sword, runs right up to you, Tarquin, and pulls out dice to roll. Swings that mighty sword at you and deals 12 points of damage. Twelve? What? And you are all healed up, and your shields are at max, so... Dude, I just recharged these. Um, all of a sudden, the announcer comes in overhead and says, What's this? We thought that the fangirls were finished, but looks like there's a new challenger. Bonus round! Place your bets, everybody, place your bets! In a game where there are no rules, that includes random people jumping in and joining the fight. Okay. So he does that, then... He goes Matt, then me, then Kyle, then Kimmy. Well, the other, his two friends attack as well. Oh, fuck them. They haven't even got names. Uh, it's Gary and Gygax. Hmm. Is Gygax, like, his first name is, like, Gygax? Yeah, Guy. And actually, there we go. That's it. The two friends' names are G- Guy and Gax. Oh. <laughs> Even better. I got rid of the Gary. Gary's gone. <laughs> Poof. Gary couldn't make it today. Yeah, Gary couldn't make it today. There's three friends. He's running late. He'll be here later, I'm sure. He promised. Yeah, so you've got Guy and Gax. Guy is on the left. Gax is on the right. So as far as positioning goes, Phaleon, you are on like the far right. That's where you were at the end of the last one. Then Good Boy is to the right. And then Mercurius and Tarquin are kind of in the center. 
really at this point, Good Boy is the most like centered of the four of you. But uh, Tarquin and Mercurius, you're like in the center of the ring of the Decagon. Good Boy, you're going to take six points of damage as one of the people throws their knives at you. They're throwing knives at you. Actually, false. I rolled a one, and that means they failed. Guy whips out a knife from his belt. He tries to throw it at Tarquin and ends up hitting the backside of Ben, and Ben takes three points of damage. Ben turns around. He's like, Guy, come on. Stop. Your girlfriend left you because she thought I had it. she had a chance with me because I was suddenly single, but I was an interest, all right? She's not my type. Get over it. Gax is going to roll with much better results. Gax pulls out a knife from his belt, throws it at Good Boy, and deals 11 points of damage. Oh, man. Oh, that breaks your shield already, huh? Yes, it does. Which means I drop a grenade. Yes, it does. And it activates your Nova, which Ben had run up right next to you. So, or he's he's close enough. Like, he's at Tarquin, who's not very far from you. So I'm going to say that Nova will hit him as well. Okay. Not you, Ben. Okay. You're fine. I took friendly fire off. I went into the options menu and hit friend unchecked friendly fire. In that case, I retract that. What? Okay, so first roll your d6 for shock, your shock Nova. Uh, that's a four. So he takes four points of damage. It's not even your turn, and he's already taken seven points of damage. And then drop your grenade. So you're going to do 2d6. That's another four. And another four. Nice. So that, yeah. Yeah. Your shields deplete instantly. A shock Nova goes out, dealing four points of damage to Ben and adding injury to injury. A grenade drops and just goes right towards him, blows up, doing another, another eight points of damage. Listen... I tried to make this fight hard-ish, but who knows how it's going to go. <laughs> that is all of their turns. So now, really, realistically, if anybody had an idea, like, there's the way combat happens is there's, like, before and after enemies. And so there's nobody going before enemies. You're all in the after enemies phase. So if anybody was like, you know what, I have an idea. I want to do this. And it might set somebody else up for a better shot or something like that. You can interrupt and just say like, hey, I want to go. Can I go before you type thing? But I will just go in the order you all rolled unless you say otherwise. But feel free to interrupt and be like, oh, I have an idea. I want to try this. So, good boy, you are up. Gonna flip open my fan and I'm gonna slash him. Okay, Ben? Yeah, is he the one that's adjacent to me? Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's go with that. Roll the accuracy. Oh, that's a one. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. Um, Roll. (laughs) I love getting to be mean. Just roll the damage. Both your d6, your 2d6. That's a six and a three. As you approach, Ben, you flip out your fan. It's so easy to move in your hands. And you're like doing some flourishes. And then when you try and swipe at him you end up hitting Tarquin for six points of damage and you're like oh that's okay you know second time and then as you bring it back you end up hitting Mercurius who is just on like the other side there 
and he yeah, and he takes three points of damage. Roll another d six. Uh, six. Wow. Okay. And then <laughs> in your head, uh, at, as you right after you've hit Mercurius, in your head you hear the witch's voice just rambling. You know, it's nonsense to you still. And and you take six points of damage as you pull the fan back and cut yourself. Uh, that was a good move. Sorry, guys. I'm still still figuring out how to work this thing. He's a king of unintentional damage over there. <laughs> now you've done a melee attack. Roll a d20 and do plus two to it. Oh, gosh. Uh, 15 plus two, so 17. All right. You catch on fire. <laughs> uh, okay. So that means I have to roll another d6. No, it'll be your next turn you'll roll that. It's on the next turn? Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? Because it's for two turns. Yeah, it's for two turns. So not this turn, but next turn. It's when when attacking you take oh, that damage. Okay. It's okay. I'll blow it out with my thing. Oh, yeah, when attacking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the best way to get rid of fire is... You fight fire with fire. Is fanning the flame with more fire. Now it is Tarquin's turn. Right, guys, enough pissing about. Let's get serious now. Uh, I wish to do an insight check on Ben's ass, please. Okay, roll it. 24. Whoa, damn. Okay, you see weaknesses in the armor. Well, I'm specifically specifically looking. You know when um, Guy threw his knife or gags? Did the knife stick in to Ben's ass? Is it still there? Oh, no, no, it it dropped because it hit his armor. It was more of a damaging. But I'll also give you, so if you roll like insight on a boss, you'll find, you might find some weak points. Oh, how exciting. Yeah. So you did, you know, while looking to see where the knife went, you also noticed that there's leather straps on all of like the joints, essentially. So like his shoulders have two leather straps, his legging like his knee has two leather straps um and those are like what's binding some of the armor together how exciting how close am i to him adjacent you're right next to him cool well i'm gonna whip out my sharp fan and try and slash his leather bra straps off then first roll an interact check 12 now roll your accuracy oh my christ that would be a six Okay, I mean, that's fine. You just deal normal damage. Uh, and now roll your, yeah, roll your damage. Three, five. Okay, which which uh, leather strap were you aiming at? Uh, let's go left shoulder. So you swing your fan at him, and you are able to, like, fray, like, a good amount of that strap. Uh, but you also deal that five points of damage to him. So I cut him, did I? It didn't get into uh, like you like damage the armor essentially okay that's fine so he's not bleeding don't get my bleed damage yet no no damaged his pride yeah (laughs) yes i'm a really good armorer and there's definitely no weaknesses to my armor nah your armor's shit mate oh screw you man you don't know how hard it is to be a blacksmith my mum makes better armor than you can i just spit on him Yes, it'll give me a mayhem point. <laughs> Fine, do it. Worth it. Okay, roll a spit check, <laughs> which is just interact. Uh, 16. Yeah, you spit on him. Roll me a d4. Your spit does d4? Three. 
Okay, he takes three points of psychic damage. Excellent. Nice. It's practically purely beer anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he also gets a little bit tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, now it is Mercurius's turn. Oh, should I? I should remind you, by the way, I should have said this before. Phaleon and Tarquin kept their weapons on them, so you have access to all your other weapons. Good boy and Mercurius, you left your weapons like at the gate type thing before you came in to the arena. That's right. So all we have is fans. Yes. Only fans. Only, only fans. When Good Boy popped me a minute ago, does my armored infantry skill take two points of damage off of that? Oh, it does, yeah. Nice, okay. Your new skill already paying off. Yeah, buddy, let's go. That means you only took one damage. I like that. So, uh, I don't have any weapons. I got a fan. Um, Can I summon Pancake? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. (laughs) Let's summon Pancake. Okay. I'm behind... Tarquin and Ben's in front of Tarquin. Is that yeah. how that's working out? Yeah. So you summon up Pancake. Uh, it even like it's it's not respectful of Tarquin's personal space. So it's like <laughs> slightly crowding him. You know, his face is almost smushed up against the armor as it's it just like magically appears. Yeah. Like get over it. Yeah. Like when you're on an airplane and the person's kind of like hogging the armrest and you kind of like are. S- Trying to, like, subtly nudge. <laughs> That's our pancake. Yep. Where's... Uh, I know where Ben is. I know where Tarquin is. Where's Guy? So Guy is about three squares in front of you. Okay. And Gax is probably, like, four. Just... He's he's right next to Guy. Right next to Guy. Yeah. I think the only one that's taken damage so far is Ben. Yes. But I think I would like to draw a bead on Guy with my railgun and shoot him with it. Okay, so accuracy of two and seven damage. Okay, costing you five fuel, and you were aiming at Guy. You said five damage or seven? Seven. Uh, Yeah, you line that shot up, shoot at him. Chunks of his armor fly off. There's, you know, bits of flesh exposed. Gax turns to him and says, you're supposed to wear clothes underneath the armor. You you didn't go commando again, did you? It's freeing. It's freeing. The cold metal against my body. Ah, it just feels so good. Hmm. Did you have anything else you wanted? Oh, no, you only get one attack when you summon. I'm good. My turn is. Yeah. My turn's over. Um, uh, I think I'll I'll hang out next to Tarquin and Ben. Okay. You are ending your turn next to a player and an enemy so you get shield recharge so now your shield recharges back to full hey i like that oh boy i'm getting tanky okay now it is phaleon's turn last but not least so you said i was at the far right am i close to anybody it's almost equal distance of like four squares to ben Four squares to Gax and like five squares to Guy. I'm going to send Pigeon to Guy, who is almost naked, right? Yes. And I'm going to infuse Pigeon with fire. You wouldn't normally roll an accuracy, but I want just roll an accuracy with no modifier. So just roll me a d20. This is for Pigeon. Because what you want to do him to do is like get the flesh, right? Yes. 
Okay, so I rolled a 17 for accuracy. So now roll the damage. Okay, I rolled a damage of eight. Um, normally, fire would do double damage, but I'm going to do like add half of the damage because it's like hitting parts of him. Uh, so we'll do 12 points of damage. Pigeon goes and just pokes into some of those holes and gets gets his little beak in there, this sharp beak and like jabs in and it, it's instantly like cauterizing the wound, but it hurts like hell. And guy screams as he's getting like stabbed multiple times with a fiery beak. Okay, maybe I should have worn clothes. I get it. Ben takes his claymore, smashes it into the ground and does. Ugh, I try to make things hard for you all. I really do. I rolled a nat one. So he takes his sword, slams it into the ground, and Frost emits from his sword down the sword into the ground and spreads to his legs and then goes up his legs. And he takes six points of Frost damage. And he cannot move. Uh, hey, announcer guy, is it too late to place a bet? <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I would say that betting on yourself is a bad bet and unethical, but there are no rules here. <laughs> All right, I got 50 gold on us. <laughs> There's a a guy on the edge comes up, like on the edge of the, the decagon, and he's like, All right, bring it here. And if you can, on your next turn, if you want to go over, spend your like action to move over there, hand him the gold to take your bet then I'll let you take place a bet on your guys' selves. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely doing that. That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and now the other two. Holy shit! I rolled a nat one again! I'm going to call over to the bookie and be like, I I'll match Mercurius' bet, but with the added stipulation that these guys deal their own final blow to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, you want a you want a Kripsky special? I got you. Um, and so, guy pulls out a knife from his belt, but his belt is kind of damaged from that railgun shot that Mercurius did. And when he goes to grab it, the rest of the knives like fall and kind of cut into some of the holes in his armor down his leg, and he gets two points of damage. I am a mess. I should have stayed home with Gary. Uh, all right, and then the other one, he pulls his knife out, throws it at Tarquin, deals eight points of damage. You bastard. Oh, so your shields are gone now. Yeah. And you're at 22 health. Yeah, all right, thanks for the reminder. We get it. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, that is the enemy's turn, so now it is good boys. I was going to say that I was laughing at their poor attempts at attacking but I think that would the be gross incompetence. Yeah, I think after my last turn, I think that would be a little bit hypocritical. <laughs> you feel their pain. You're like, <laughs> yeah. you you kind of under your breath, like I get it, I get it. <laughs> doesn't feel good, does it? <laughs> uh, and you know what else doesn't feel good? This. I'm gonna hit him. Uh, who are you hitting? Uh, is You're ben adjacent still... to Ben. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just keep hitting him. Okay. I can't use my action skill on my fan, can I? Um, yeah, you could. Sure. I'll allow it. Uh, that's all right. Okay. 
All right. I rolled an 18 for my accuracy, and I dealt eight damage. Yeah, as you do the two swipes at Ben's armor, you it's like cutting through that armor pretty decently. So um, Ben's like, oh, if I could rotate towards you, I'd give you the dirtiest look right now. But I can't. Just wait. All right. And then it. did you want to do anything else for your turn? Uh oh! I have to do my fire damage. Oh yes, yes, yeah. So yeah, you'll roll the d6 fire damage. That's a two. Well, that's not terrible because so it's going to add two damage. You know, after you swipe at him, there's like a delayed effect of fire puffing onto his armor, and he takes two more points of damage. And then because take... he's frozen, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you take four points of damage because it's fire, and you don't have shields. Oh, man. And that is your first round of fire. Was there anything else you wanted to do? Move, throw grenades, drink a potion. Do I have my grenades? Whatever it is. I don't know. Would you have taken... I guess you said you took off your weapons. Would that have included grenades? That's on you. Uh, no. These are these are fight club rules, baby. Okay, cool. Yes, then you have your grenades on you. No, yeah, that was in Fight Club, right? No shirts, no shoes, no grenades. Yes, grenades. No shirt, no <laughs> shoes. Yes, grenades. Okay, right. That's why they kept breaking into the soap or the the fat, fat liposuction thing. Liposuction, yeah. <laughs> they were stealing fat for grenades for Fight Club. Kimmy has no idea what we're talking about because she fell asleep watching Fight Club, not during this fight. <laughs> Okay, well then, in that case, we go to Tarquin. Um, Tell me more about how Ben is frozen. Like, is he solid ice? You know in Mortal Kombat 2, Sub-Zero's fatality, where he freezes you and then smashes you? No, Could I do that? It's like frost up his legs. It's like it's it's just kind of keeping his legs from moving. But he's not all the way Okay, so he can still move his arms. Yes, yeah, he can still move his arms, his waist, you know, or like his torso and stuff okay and did any of um the rest of the team's attacks sever that frayed shoulder strap that i started no god damn it okay um (laughs) hey if you want to go for it go for it yeah but he can't move right yeah yeah he can't move his legs he can't move away or towards anybody okay I am going to... Okay, I'll, yeah, slice again at the already weakened left shoulder strap. Okay. So I got a 21 for accuracy, and I deal six points of damage. Were you aiming for the strap again? Yeah. Okay, roll an interact check retroactively. Um, That is also 21. Oh, wow, okay, yeah. You hit the strap, completely destroying the armor, and... I will say that it even cuts into his shoulder as you do that. When? So on his left shoulder, that armor just like slinks off of him. Okay. Uh, So it's like he shedded the skin of his armor. And so now that part is exposed. So if you're aiming for his left arm, you are hitting flesh. Uh, Deal. Just do like a D4 for damage. Three. All right, so his left arm, like his shoulder bit and everything, that's all gone. What's his breath? What's his um, breastplate situation? I mean, it's on. Hmm. Hmm. There, might, you know, what? I retroactively add this. There's, str- I should have done that. Like straps 
above his shoulder that like tie the back half of his armor and the front half of his armor. Okay. And on his side. So there's four pieces of leather straps. There's one on his side, one on the shoulder, one on the other side, and one on the other shoulder. Um, and if you got rid of those, you would you know that that armor would like just collapse off. Okay. You did deal damage to his flesh, so he does have bleed. So at the end of this round, he'll take additional damage. Good, good. Ah, oh, man, my one weakness, leather strap cutting. Yeah, Polly told us you like a bit of leather. <laughs> she did not. No, she didn't. <laughs> you just gave yourself away, mate. Do a talk check. <laughs> um, uh, four. <laughs> He's like, you're lying. You're just trying to get me riled up. At least I can move. Oh, screw you, man. <laughs> Once it's my turn, oh, I'm going to get you. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to take a step back. Can I step away? Yeah, yeah. You can cool. Do your movement. You're just going to move one square away. Um, how far can I move? You're in the center, so it's just about four squares to any wall. Okay, I'm going to move back to the wall. So that puts you like eight squares away from Guy and Gax, and yep. four squares away from Ben. Except while I move backwards, I'm going to be flicking him the V's like that. Bye. Kyle, or uh, Mercurius, it is your turn. Okay, I would like to uh, go give the bookie 50 gold. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, so you, you have a movement of four, right? Uh, in Pancake, I can only move two squares. So you move halfway to the bookie. I move halfway to him. How about uh, throw? Would I need to do a check to just toss him? Well, I guess that just chuck him a fistful of coins. <laughs> Well, you, we could no. say they're like in a, you know, in a pouch. Okay, I've got a pouch of 50 gold. I'll toss that at him. Okay, cool. put him in your, uh, your rail gun. Yeah, throw it in the <laughs> rail gun, shoot it at him, just obliterate the bookie. <laughs> well, that's what I'm wondering is like, how do you get the, the pouch of gold outside of Pancake? Yeah, yeah. Are you going to pop oh, open man. the cockpit? I could pop open the cockpit hatch. It leaves me open, but... Uh, I don't trust these guys to make a roll to, <laughs> to do anything, capitalize on that. Oh my gosh. No good, offense. Good respectfully. Good respectfully. Good respectfully. Might hit you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll just I'll pop open the hatch and toss him a, a satchel of gold. What's your damage modifier? One? My modifier on damage is one. Okay, so you're really throwing it three squares. Um, so you're going to need to roll to see if you can. Okay. So just roll me a, let's do a interacts check. Okay, that is 10 plus two, just two. You toss it and it, it like goes just short and it hits right below and he tries to catch it. I'll actually see if he can catch it. That's that would a be four. Falls in. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really good. <laughs> he tries to catch it, but it just like hits the wall right up, you know, past his arms, through his arms type thing, and then drops to the floor. So now that 50 gold is just sitting in the corner. Right. Uh, sorry about that. I'll get that to you next next round. Okay, now that that's done, movement and a throw. If I rev up the minigun, can I not blast Tarquin full of holes with it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We turned friendly fire off. Okay, okay. I moved out of the way, remember? I moved to the Oh, yeah, way. and he's out of the way. Yeah, he moved. So, okay. Just just, just checking, just making sure. I don't want to make that mistake again. 
I would like to rev up the minigun and fire it at Ben. Okay, go for it. So I rolled an accuracy of 12. It's going to cost me three fuel and I deal six damage. I'm going to say that you're <laughs> on the right side, so you're not hitting the left shoulder. Like, as because you moved towards the wall to the left side of the room. Your left, which means his right shoulder's towards you. So you're just dealing damage. That six damage, it all goes to his armor. Okay, take that armor. I think that's going to do it for my turn. Uh, with the with the throw action, right? Because I mean, no, you can take. Go ahead, you can take another uh, attack action if you want. Because you do get two, you get two attacks in there, and moving isn't necessarily something. I gave myself a mayhem point for you throwing something. No, oh, he's already got the mayhem point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How about I uh, just keep the minigun rolling and just kind of rotate toward uh, old guy. Okay. Again, who's already suffering? <laughs> <laughs> that I think they're both in range of it, so they would both take the damage because it does awesome. everybody in that that range. Okay, that's a uh, seventeen accuracy this time, which is going to put me in the minus one fuel bracket. That's uh, two fuel and three damage. Yeah, you roll through them. Uh, guy's armor like falls apart even more. It's it's like barely there. Just his cod pieces there. He's he's almost the equivalent of you all in your speedos. Nice. <laughs> Woo! Take it Alien off. Alien still got her nice armor. You know the OnlyFans armor on. The only classy one in the bunch. <laughs> may I may I call over to Phaleon? Yeah. Send pigeon to cut through the leather straps. Can I do that? Even though I just did a. Yeah, yeah. So now you'll get your turn, and pigeon gets his turn as well. Okay. So, and he's still on fire. Okay. Of course. Pigeon will definitely do that. Yay. I rolled an accuracy of 18 and damage of five. Pigeon goes and he is hitting those straps and hits all of them. But one of the shoulder ones doesn't catch on fire. The other three catch on fire and like disintegrate and and it goes out. Um, But those three straps are essentially gone. Uh, so there's just the one on his left shoulder that is holding it up. Good job, Pigeon. And that well fight, done, like, Pigeon. When it, <laughs> when it burns, it's like kind of going through the armor a little bit, so it even gets some of his flesh and burns him just a little bit of damage. And then you still have your actions. So I kind of want to use this potion that I have. Ooh, what is it? It's kill you a plus two range attack. Plus two to range attacks. Yeah. So it'll add plus two to whatever damage you do with ranged attacks. Okay. So I'm going to go for Ben with my sniper. His left shoulder as well is exposed to you, but I don't know if you want to go for that or if you just want to shoot. You could even just try and shoot his left arm, which is hitting flesh. Uh, I'll shoot as a, at his arm. Okay. I rolled an accuracy of nine and I dealt eight damage. Yeah. You shoot into him. That hits his arm. The shock goes through his arm and it's like twitching a little bit and you deal that eight points of damage to him. Ben is still frozen, but they're like thawing out. And so he is just going to try and swing at good boy who is like in an awkward position behind him. So I'm going to minus from his accuracy roll a little more. He swings his sword around him at good boy who's like just to the left of him Awkward position. He barely hits Good Boy for two points of damage. That's nothing. He yells to the other two, Gax, Guy, get over here. And they 
use their action to run up adjacent to him. And he is going to cast Restore. And he heals four points of damage to him and to Guy. To himself and to Guy? Yep. So Guy and Ben heal a little bit. Gax hasn't lost any health yet. He still has his armor. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah, he's just like, Gax, you're a dick. I'm not healing you. (laughs) Yeah. Wanted you to come over here just so I could tell it to your face. (laughs) Yeah. Gax is the one that threw the knife at you. Well, he throws knives at my back to my face. You just throw verbal knives behind my back. Okay, now it is good boy's turn. Can I hit two separate people with my attacks? Yeah, they're right there. You can do that. You can split it. I'll just have you, like, dictate which one is which. So, like, your first roll will be towards Ben. Your second roll will be towards Gax. Guy is on the other side of Ben. So, really, right now, you only have access to to Gax and Ben. Uh, All right. I'll just hit Ben, then. You are on his left side. If you wanted, you could aim for that strap, too. You heard Tarquin suggest that to, to Phaleon. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, roll an interact check first, though, for me. Okay, so I rolled a nine for my interact, and then I rolled a four for my accuracy, and I dealt 11 damage. Oh, plus I need to do my fire. Uh, Oh, man, I rolled it before, and I don't remember what it was, but I'll roll it again. That's a five. Okay, so you deal 10 fire damage because you are dealing that to flesh. And to myself. But you are no longer on fire. Your fire depletes. The fire extinguishes, but not in your soul. And you fray that shoulder strap. So it is weakened, but it is still holding. Some tough leather. It's like hanging just by a thread. At this point, even anything above a one will will be able to get it. If Guy standing next to him like lets one go, that'll just rip the leather shreds. The leather shreds. Exactly. <laughs> so now it is Mer- Tarquin's turn. Right, so he he gathered, Ben gathered them next to him so he could restore, yes? So are they all together in the middle? They are. Excellent. I'm going to unsling Claudette, my Stoker rocket launcher, and I am going to fire it right at them. Oh my goodness, I forgot you had a rocket launcher. (laughs) I'm firing it at Ben in the middle. So... I have rolled a 20 for accuracy, not a natural, but uh, an 18 plus my two mod. So boom, that puts me in the highest bracket. So I get 2d12 for damage, which is going to be a 10 plus a 4, so 14 damage. Boom. And because it has splash damage, the other two get 7 each as well. Fuck you all. You also get plus 1 to crit damage because one of those hits was a crit. That's true. So let's make it 15. 15 damage on the big man, and then splashing over 7 damage to the other two. Yep. And that better do that leather strap, otherwise wasted shot. (laughs) Otherwise wasted shot? (laughs) You still dealt 15 points of damage. But yes, I will definitely let that count. That, like, (laughs) jostles him enough that it just, like, that armor falls down. And it's on the, like, bottom... It, it comes down and it's just like hanging in front of him and behind him. Almost, It's almost become like a weird metal skirt because those straps that were to his legs are still like on. But like now his complete top half is exposed. He's wearing clothes. He turns to Guy and is like, see, this is why you wear clothes, just in case. Gax's armor also is just like 
it sloughs off of him. Essentially, it's like melted in places and and just like he ends up taking it off. Excellent. Claudette also lets me do a second attack at minus three accuracy. So I'm going to do that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, go for it. Okay, I rolled a 16 for accuracy and I deal 17 points of damage. Uh, I'm just going to say, you know, that metal skirt now just blows off of him. Like it it shatters into pieces like those leather straps are there, but it's just like little fragments of metal on the other end. And then Guy is like, oh, man, that was ins-. And then he just disintegrates in the explosion. Like he instantly Brilliant. is ash, um, not even body parts. He had one health at that point. (laughs) So he is long gone. And Gax looks at Guy and says, No, now my name doesn't make as much sense without you. Now people are going to think you're associated with that weird slime that Nickelodeon was doing in the late 90s. Oh my gosh. (laughs) What a fool. (laughs) Hey, do you have anything else you wanted to do? Well, technically all I did was shoot, right? So I might as well chuck a grenade in there as well. Okay, go for it. (laughs) three but then that also does three to Gax because of the splash Ben is getting singed and Gax is as well you know their their clothes are blackened and faces dirtied with the soot of explosion and and the ash of their friend they're looking pretty weak but still determined so Mercurius it is your turn they're still bunched up what if I what if I use my my two attacks what if I just trained a minigun on him and uh, hold the trigger down and then hop out to go get the gold to the bookie while it's, <laughs> while it's just spinning? I mean, really, realistically, this could end. This could potentially end. Um, yeah, you wouldn't be able to do that. I'm not going to let. Well, no, I'll let okay. you do that if you want. Oh, as a badass move. Okay. Yeah. Just tie a rubber band around the trigger. Oh, sorry. I hit my mic. <laughs> yeah, but you're going to have to spend a badass token to do this one. Okay, okay, that you've, makes... You've all done badass moves several times, and technically, after the first badass move, I'm supposed to charge you all badass tokens, but whatever. Okay, okay. I don't know, is it worth it? I could always give the bookie the money afterward. <laughs> Maybe you won't take it. Maybe you won't take the bet at that point. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you can go to the horse races and be like, okay... We won, so now you have to pay me. Yeah, like, oh, I see. Horse number three won... Uh, so here's the gold. Now you give me the winnings. <laughs> but, but, but he did declare that he did declare the bet before the result. He did. He did declare the. He declared it near the beginning. Not yeah. much had happened. I think the odds have adjusted, so your winnings won't be as big as if you had gotten it to him at the beginning. Yeah, I, I think I'll take my chances and I'll just uh, fire off the old minigun at him. Okay. With an accuracy of six is plus one fuel consumption. That's going to put me at four and two damage. Not great. I had 10 fuel left after last turn. Is that right? Yeah. So you're, you're down to one fuel now. Dang. How does that work? If I, uh, if I use the minigun again, you can use it and it'll just, it'll it'll just just, be depleted. Yeah. And then pancake goes away, goes to sleep. Yep. But they are adjacent to each other, Gax and Ben, so that so it's going to hit both of them. Okay, I rolled accuracy on my minigun again. That one is a nat 20. Ooh. Yeah. Which is lucky. What is a nat and 6? Nothing. I didn't do I anything know. for I didn't plan for a nat 20. <laughs> okay, it makes me feel really good inside. 
So pancake is out of gas and I dealt another six damage to those two. You all are fierce. Gax is looking pretty bloodied as those bullets rip into him. Ben is is pretty injured as well. He's looking at all of you just like, ah, why won't you die? If you want, I you know, you can still place your bet. You did declare it, but you have to get the gold to him before the end of combat. So if you want, you can do like an extra movement to get the gold now that you're out of pancake, but it'll generate a mayhem point for me. Okay, uh, am, I, am I close enough to make that move to get over yeah. to the gold? Yeah, you're two okay. squares away from the gold. Oh, yeah. We'll just casually saunter over to the bag of gold then. And then roll and interact. No, no, you're at right at the wall. You can just, like, toss it up to him. I toss the die anyway. <laughs> okay. What'd you roll? 16. Okay. Not bad. It's a perfect toss. He catches it. If not, it would have been one of those, like, where you don't toss it high enough, and then, like, you toss it again, and you just, like, keep tossing it up, and he finally gets it, and he's like, okay. Just reach down a little. All right, I'm taking this bet only because you said it earlier, but but it's not going to be as good a payout. I know you're going to win this. You got this, bud. <laughs> Thanks, man. What a weird play by Breezy Boy. He just about annihilated the competition and then stops to pay his bookie. <laughs> Now it is Killer Fan's turn. I should have been doing the announcer the whole time. He went to get a coffee. Yeah. Hey, what I miss? Oh my, <laughs> what? I think I'm going to follow in Tarquin's steps and do a grenade as well. Okay. And mine is the same grenade, a Torg Splash. Oh my goodness. Okay, cool. Oh, the damage of six. Yeah, you throw the grenade. It lands at their feet, blows up. Gax's legs are just like eviscerated. They're gone, disintegrated, eviscerated. But he's like dead instantly. You know, he doesn't even feel it. It's just more gross looking. Half of his body like flies into the air and lands uh, halfway across the decagon near the wall. And Ben uh, is blasted onto the ground is like up in the air his you know leg armor protected him he still had that chunks of the other metal bits like went into him and into his his torso and he blows back and lands on his back and he's breathing really really like shallow and he's very weak uh he's his, he drops his sword and he's bleeding out at this point you know he's he's going to die at any moment Get Pigeon to do the final blow. I know, I was just thinking that. Can I do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Peck out his eyes or something. <laughs> Pigeon doesn't do that. <laughs> Unless there was nectar in his eyes. Yeah. I'm going to send Pigeon to the final blow. Okay, go ahead and just roll your damage, the d4. Hope I don't get a one. Four. Even with a one, it would have uh, killed him. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was dead. I only did this for dramatic effect. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's just going to dive bomb into his heart. Ooh, oh, okay. So that's nice. very poetic. I'm sorry, Polly, that I couldn't avenge you. And right as he says that, Pigeon goes and just stabs into his heart. Dive bombs right into it. Comes out with a little bit of heart chunk on his beak and like shakes it off and it just like you know wiggles off of his beak he thought that the heart was one of those like red hummingbird feeders right it was partially exposed (laughs) from the explosion (laughs) there was like a faint 
pulsing red thing that that's obviously a feeder for him obviously okay yeah so ben is dead and it is over the fangirls win again i guess you know they already defeated those three waves and whoever this person was we didn't get a submission form from them but congratulations all the loot is yours and he pushes a button and all of the other dead bodies except for ben and the one half body that was left. Um, Yeah, all these bodies explode. Uh, Some of them just put out like a little bit of money, some gold. Some of them actually drop items. We're we're actually going to generate some loot here. Hey. We're going to essentially cut the podcast here while we root while we roll and then we'll read what the results were. Ad break. Do you have too much gold? Come on down to Bradley's Fight Pit, where you can place bets and definitely win money while watching the entertainment of Bloodsport. Several people enter. How many will leave? I don't know. That's up to them. This is definitely an ad. Why'd we pay for this ad? (laughs) Do you have too much gold? Put it in the bank. What are you, financially irresponsible? Jeez. <laughs> A message brought to you by Geohold's First National. Yeah. <laughs> so in those loot piles, there was a grenade, which nobody wanted. So we just sold it for 40 gold. So everybody gets 10 gold for that. There are six grenades. So we're giving two to Phaleon, two to Tarquin, two to Mercurius. And then there is a Dahlia Common Pistol. Does anybody want that Dahlia Common Pistol? Don't have many pistoleros in here. Phaleon, do you only have sniper rifles? Yes. Why don't you take it then, just so you have a different type of gun? Okay. Or not. If you guys want, you can sell it for... uh, I'll let you sell it for 40 gold, too. I don't want it. Okay. So everybody gets 10 more gold. And then there was a... Mech pilot stockpile relic. And so that went to Mercurius because he is the mech pilot. And what that does is gives plus two to his max grenade capacity. Uh, And it also, because of his class bonus on it, he generates plus two more grenades in loot piles starting now, now that it's equipped. So it didn't apply to this one. It's kind of a tongue twister. Mech pilot stockpile. Yeah, <laughs> feels like it. <laughs> Rubber baby buggy bumper. <laughs> uh, and then there were two of the shield potions of different strengths. One was really strong, one was really weak, and those both went to Good Boy because he has such weak shields and he's got bonuses when his shields run out. Smart play, everybody. All right, the announcer goes, congratulations, great job. And the doors behind you open up. You leave the Decagon, grab your gear that you had unequipped, two of you had. As you go up the stairs, the manager is there. You know, he's wearing a badge that says Mr. Manager. And he says, oh my, Vault, you four were amazing. And Pigeon comes up and buzzes it. He's five, five, you five, you five were amazing. <laughs> oh, people were so excited. People were coming from the streets and joining and just, you what a show, what a show. Here's your money. He hands you all the 400 gold. So you all get 100 gold each. You are all are welcome back anytime. You, you definitely will draw in a crowd. Let me know whenever you want to fight and we'll do it. And so now in between 
big missions. So after every big mission, when there's kind of like the town time, I'll let you guys, if you want, just roll. Each of you will roll like a D20 and we'll determine how well you did in the fight and generate some loot. But you won't actually have to do the whole fight again. So he's just really, really excited. And people are are cheering and like coming up and talking to you. Oh, that was so cool with the fan and the... You, you all were so badass, and Kiki is definitely pleased with all the work you've done. People are t- saying, like, we're going to go get some, we're going to go over to OnlyFans right now. Oh, man, this is going to be so sick. And then the bookie comes up. He gives you 100 gold oh. for your bet. Good game. People did not think you were going to pull that out. That is wonderful. Do we want to um, split this up amongst the group as well? Oh no, dude! You guys you, want twenty-five gold? You bet with your own money, though, dude. That's that was oh, down to okay. you. You keep it. There's that, that is true. Okay. The crowd is still kind of surrounding and just you know bustling, really excited. And then you hear this little voice. It's not really little. It's a loud screeching voice that just. Oh my gosh! I can't believe you guys did it. Great job! And from the crowd, weaseling his way through them, comes Stevio. Uh, comes right up to it and he says, Wow, I thought you all were goners for sure. We never determined what Stevio looks like, and so I wanted to do that now. What is he made of? Wood, metal? Is he sci- or like a steampunk type thing? I don't know. I imagine him being blue for some reason. I, I roll with that, yeah. Or at least have a blue, like a blue paint job, a blue stripe or something. I don't know. That's all I got, though. I don't like Stevio. Just going to put that out there. <laughs> really? The the way you scrunched your nose up when we heard his voice just now wasn't because you love him so much? No. I think that he is the robot equivalent of uh, Billy Bunter. Ah, oh, you can't say... Oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we'll do. Is It's like blue and the, you know, kind of squares. There's like the black squares... What pattern would that be called? I don't know, you know? Check. A crosshatch, check. check. Yeah, check. There we go. With like the black lines and the blue is the base color. That's great. Wow, you you all really know how to survive, don't you? Yeah, what, what's this got to do with you? Nothing. See you later. Good, fuck off then. Uh, yeah, Stevio rolls off. Can I throw a grenade at him? <laughs> <laughs> You definitely can. If you really want to, you can. Good. I wanted, uh, yeah, I want to throw a grenade at him. Okay, do you wait until he's like out of the crowd? Um, well, yes, because that would be horrible. Okay, good. <laughs> Most of this crowd haven't done anything to me, have they? <laughs> yeah. Not that you know of. Okay, yeah, so I'm going to wait until he's out of the majority of the crowd, and then I'm going to check a grenade at him. Oh, it only does four damage, mind. It knocks him forward. He falls over and gets back up. There's some singe marks on him. And he looks back at you and does like a... Oh, you got me. Good one. His light like flickers a little bit. Like it's it's a blue light on his eye. They just have like one single eye, right? That's blue. And it flickers blue and like flickers a little bit red and then goes back to blue. And he just continues to roll and, and kind of humming to himself. <laughs> and that's it. You guys have finished that. You all are heading back to Amir. In the background, you see this guy in armor running up. He gets to the edge of the Decagon at the top and he looks down. And he's just like, oh, shit. Is it Gary? Oh. 
Oh no. Gary was late. And his armor is like the best of all of them. <laughs> yeah. He comes up and he's like dual wielding these huge cannon guns. Uh, his armor is like this obsidian black, beautiful armor. I couldn't find my left boot piece. It, uh, uh, if only I could have found it. I would have been here. I could have saved him. Thank you so much for listening to Friend and Foe Adventure Co. We are having an absolute blast playing this. If you want to start your own adventures, you can. You can go to nirvanagames.com and buy your own source book. And if you really want to go fancy, you can get the deluxe edition, which is amazing. That's what I have. It's especially amazing for in-person because it's got miniatures. It's got a board. It's got these weapon cards. It makes it really easy to do. Even for these online sessions that we do, I use the BM screen to BM for everybody. It makes BMing way easier in front of your friends because it's like a cheat sheet. If you enjoy this show, there's a couple ways you could help us out. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Either and or both will help the podcast get seen more. And another way to help us out is to share it with your friends and your foes. Word of mouth, social media, hire a skywriter, hire a medium to share it with ghosts. If you're a doctor, you can write a prescription to every single one of your patients prescribing Friend and Foe Adventure Co. It would mean so much to us. I have been your BM, a.k.a. the Bunker Master, Riley Stock. Phaleon is played by my wife, Kimberly. Tarquin Britstone is played by Phil McNeil. Mercurius is played by Kyle Mackard. And Good Boy is played by Matt Laraway. Kyle Mackert also does our theme song, Vault Hunter, which you can hear on SoundCloud, and you can check out more of his music on SoundCloud and on YouTube, Mecha Mac Music. We're just a small little podcast, but we're having fun doing it, and we're going to keep doing it for as long as it's fun. And I appreciate the listeners that are interacting with us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. We are on all of those at FF Adventure Co. Come and interact with us. Have some fun. You can find a lot of this information and links to places in our episode description. That is it. And remember, to us, you are the best kind of badass. The hunter, I'll watch you back if you watch mine. The hunter, those bandits better run and hide. You got your 27 times. We've made another powerful enemy. (laughs) (laughs) Gary! The great and terrible.